You're listening to a Count Out Podcast. Hello, hello, and welcome bow, to bow, 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 Lady Law once again. Prepare for war. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and that is how we start this episode of Your Dose of Death Podcast, ladies and gentlemen. Um, so I hope everyone's having a good week. Um, me and Mike are back in the saddle, as you know. We're both having a little sip of bourbon as well. I literally just got back from Bourbon Trail, not even a week ago and had it literally out and about tasting those bottles getting wasted not getting wasted <laughs> getting, a getting a little busky getting a little busky some of the rarest bourbons known to man having my um since if you're watching this on video i'm having my bardstown fusion um, and i'm having jack daniel's single barrel rye which lauren made fun of but it's it's, it's still good it's just i'm not so a rye anybody guy. you know if anyone finds that out in the wild it's good stuff um, but anyways, we're back with some more deathmatch news. We have a lot to cover, actually. Um, I want to say thank you to everyone who listened to last episode as well. First time we've been back in a little bit. So, um, I want to get to ICW. They're going to be celebrating 50 volumes of the chains. As of this recording, it'll be this Friday, July 28th. If you guys haven't listened to the Danny DiMaggio interview, do yourself a favor, listen to it. Just going to say So that. we were shouted out about that interview. We were. So some guy, and if Danny's listening, he'll appreciate this. Well, he actually wasn't in the, he's not in the group either, but someone was like, I don't understand why people get on Ian Rotten's back when Danny went on the King's Road podcast, which isn't even the name of the podcast. <laughs> and he's like, he went on the King's Road podcast and said that, they sell merchandise and that's their main business driver. And they're not a wrestling company. And everyone's like, shut the fuck up, dude. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> yeah. He was like trying to compare Ian and Danny because Danny told us that he sells merchandise. I mean, and that's the main the driver. Merchandise, it's not the main driver. It's just, that's their source of income. Like, but even if it was, that's not a problem. That's, that's not really a problem at all. Bands do. Like, AEW so, does that. That's why they call them the T-shirt company. Yeah, exactly. Like AEW right. does that to a bigger scale. Um, but yeah, thank you to everyone who listened to that. And if you haven't, you can go back into the vault and listen. It's still, it has crushed every number. Like it is literally our most listened to episode ever. We'll probably stay that way for a very long time. Um, but I'm gonna just go through the car real quick. I mean, we got Tommy Vendetta, Jimmy Lloyd. We got. Oh, Jimbo. Yep, Jimbo. We got Doc Redacted versus Johnny Murdoch. That's probably my most anticipated it's match. It's probably going to be pretty gross. Um, we got the American Deathmatch Championship on the line. Hoodfoot versus Low Life Louie, the cell god himself. As Joe Beisler said, I'm ready to come just from seeing that match card. He's so, <laughs> he's so pumped about hey, it. Uh, we, got, we got Matt Tremont casting him a Valentine. Has that been done before? That's been done with Abdullah. No, oh, in the four way. Okay, it was in the four way, but not like one on one. Think so. I don't think like so either. Um, Eric Ryan and Akira run it back. 
I love Eric Ryan. But like Eric Eric Ryan and Akira put on some really good matches. They have. And I think Akira has really found himself this year. I think he's he's really uh, pretty good. I don't know if anyone saw Akira Speedball from Prestige, but that was really good. That Marty sent me really video good. clips. I got to go through those. They, that was really good. And then, of course, in I, I believe the main event is Cruel's World of Death. Cruel versus Brandon Kirk. I don't know what that entails. Oh, with Casey. Casey, I think just... I don't know if Casey's going to be in the match or not, but... I wanted uh, her to have a singles bow. I always like when she competes. What about Danny? Danny's facing oh, the Oh, Danny's right? the Bev. That's the one I forgot. I did forget that one. I love the Bev. Uh, I got to tell you... The Bev, I, I went to two solid weeks of good Bobby Beverly matches. He's right now in my top five. He's fucking matches. crazy, dude. I, I, He's I, sick. I, I don't know if He's I'm sick. I don't know if I've said this on here, but I'll repeat myself if I have to. I don't get cut at death matches much, but Bobby Beverly matches, it's like a guaranteed I'm getting cut during his match because you will never see a dude throw tubes faster than him. I remember seeing this Earl Gardner, the photographer, and I were ringside for an NHB and the Hart Ballroom. We were just like, holy shit, like, this is really bad. <laughs> oh, I saw him. <laughs> we were just going to You know what match was absolutely crazy that if you haven't watched, go watch it. It's the one from the first night of Chicago this year. Bev and Eric Ryan. What about Bev and Otis from that weekend, uh, from the summer? That was from last summer, not this summer. That was crazy, That dude. was really good. I got hurt during that match. I actually got hurt during that match. The Bev and Redacted, like, stay away. Oh, my God. You know? I, dude, RPW, that match was... I got cut during that match, and, like, it took it, it took almost the entire match for the, the bleeding to stop on my leg. You gotta let it roll down. Yeah, I, like, I was just rolling. I'm like, up, oh, wipe, wipe. Water wipe, and I'm like, okay. Yeah, both of them are. are uh, no, I love wild. Redacted and Bev. I bet Redacted will be in. Uh, I guess what we can for what go to our first. I, I think it goes perfectly to uh, Tod because I was just gonna say yeah. I think that um, I think that Redacted would be a good entrant for Tournament of Death. Yeah, if anyone hasn't seen so far officially, it has been Big F and Joe comes back. And Akira joins the TOD field. And, of course, Bobby yeah. Beverly defends his crown. So, yeah, that yeah. would be a good one. I think that will probably see Remington would be another good one for that tournament. I could see him in it, too. I could see, obviously, Oren. Oren Vert. Mickey. Oren Vert. <laughs> Oren Vert. You see, you remember that shirt, right? The shirt's hilarious. I, I still have that. Um, in Inane Lane and Oren Vert. Two wrestler names. And that I've was one of the the most fun shows I've been to, so I can't <laughs> wait. Hopefully, I could do commentary. If not, that's fine. I'm gonna, I'll be there with Jared. Nice. I think Marty got a ticket too. Party so. Marty. We can't convince Justin. Justin's like, oh, maybe. I was like, bro, it's Tod. Like, you're not gonna you go with Tod. And he's um, like, oh, oh. I also wanted to shout the H2O show that's happening the next day. Um, I see Bam Sullivan versus Isn't Brandon. ICW happening that night? No. It's yes. NHB is that Friday night. H2O is the next night that Saturday. Oh, okay. So they're separate yeah. days. Because last year, there was just no way to get back to. Yeah, exactly. I think um, on Believable did it because he's a stud. Mike, but Mike's a stud, of course. Mike him and Tommy like, made it. Uh, they usually do. They usually make 
so um, the two matches from the Barbed Wire City Showdown I'm looking forward to is the Danny Havoc Hardcore Championship. It's a Stairway to Havoc match. I think it's Brandon. it's Brandon versus Bam. And I think That's it's Bam. Sure. I, think, I think Bam made it his like his last shot at the belt too. I They've think. been talking about it. I remember at the the after the first match they had, at, I think it was um, a Monday Night Death. They were like, "We're gonna oh. go fucking crazy at the second match," and then they didn't go crazy on the second match. And, and I, I think and now this is the third. Bam was like, "I'm gonna kill you in the third one," so maybe the third one. And then go um, all out. And then I th- I believe this is going to be the opener because H2O loves making this the opener when when possible, but I believe. The opener is going to be the no rope barbed wire match with Declan Grant and Jess Moss. They'll probably do the the yeah the first because it, it, it's, it's just it's just it's an show staple. If we're going to do the no rope barbed wire first, we're going to do, we're going to do it first. You know what? Uh, I, I yeah I haven't like seen a Kirk all out death match war in a while. Then I was going through my videos and I, I posted about it this week. Yeah, really um, underrated match that not many people talk about was um, GCW. Life goes on. COS oh. qualifier. Tremont versus Kirk at the showboat. That was really good. Um, that was like the first time they introduced that grill lighter, the fire. Oh, uh, oh, the the steak, like the branding yeah. iron or whatever. Yeah, that was a great match. That um, was a sleeper too. For um, sure. You know who had a great match? Who is on the HO card? I don't think it's gonna be a death match, but it was Jaden Newman and Danny had a great one in Chattanooga. They had a great okay, one in Chattanooga. Okay. I've like, like most of the Chattanooga ones. So I'll kind of I'll give a kind of peel back the current a little bit. Jaden actually came out with a couple of the other TWE guys to Chicago as part of the crew. One of the sweetest guys ever, and like that dude's like a pretty well good like good wrestler, but his deathmatch ability was very good, and Danny was almost the perfect dance partner for him. So yeah. shout out to Jay Newman, really him, like Aaron Wade, all those TWE guys made me feel right at home with NHB. So one of our friends um, to go past TOD right now, uh, but we will be there and we will, Jared and I will also be at Twisted Metal. Yeah, that, that Twisted Metal show looks real good. That looks great. But uh, one of our friends actually made his Deathmatch uh, Hardcore debut at the um, Bunkhouse. Oh, Yes. Ball. Yes. For JCW. So Jay, Jay Sawyer. Jay Sawyer. Let's go. What a guy. So he came out with a cowboy hat. He didn't tell anyone he was going to do it. So it was fun. That's awesome. I'm so happy for Jay, man. So the day before, Justin was like doing Ring Crew. We were doing uh, yeah. Ring Crew in um, you know, Connecticut. And everyone was like, yeah, just keep coming. Like, keep doing ring crew like you'll eventually get on and then he's like i'm not gonna go to jcw i'm tired and then, and then jay got on <laughs> i'm gonna say this so i'll give a little insight too because back in march i got told this and i mean mind you i was literally on a whim working the crew for nhb but neil diamond i was like wrestling will give you nothing you have to give to wrestling so that's just something. Yeah, you got to put in a little bit of work. Yeah, I put in a little bit of work. I've put in a little bit of work. Serena's put in a little bit of work. We've all put in a little bit of work. Even even when we're just podcasters, we've still put in work. So it, it, it'll happen. Just takes time. Yeah, um, if you want access, you got to put in a little bit. Exactly. So I mean, just a little tidbit, a little a little soundful mind nugget for everyone. Um, what else? I mean. 
GCW, the Japan shows ruled. Absolutely killer. Dude, matches. I actually didn't have uh, I didn't have a minute to see them yet. And I'm I'm home. Um, not from the, I'm out. I'm not at the beach right now, so I'm gonna check out the Joey match and everything. Joey tonight. Takeda is in my Masha top five. Takeda. That one I need to watch, but Joey Takeda is one of my matches of the year right now. Okay, easily, easily. That was a classic. Joey um, kills it, man. Also, Mercer looked really good in Japan. Yeah, do people like Mercer there? Yeah, they do. And him and Masa. I heard they okay. like Gringo. Gr- yeah, Gringo. I know that's because Gringo's done a bunch of Japan stuff before. He did Gleet. He did Gleet. Okay, well. so um, but Mercer was really over. Blake Christian was over as well. You know what this um, show was missing? What? Radrick. Yeah. Um. Uh, so Cole Rabrick's my favorite wrestler. Cole Rabrick's my favorite. <laughs> so uh, I the girls get... did really well too. No, Sawyer, Charlie, Rena, Masha all did great. That was a cool uh, quartet. Yeah, I mean Sawyer, I'm so happy for. Like I'm over the moon that she's getting to Japan a lot. Dude, like, she's been like yeah, dude, she's she... like, what, her third time. Yeah, like Tokyo Joshi Pro keeps bringing her back. Bro, she had a death match for Tokyo Joshi Pro. That's a light awesome. tube death match. Yeah, I've never heard of that happening um, before that. I think that was like the first one. There was. Um, yeah, with Hikari Noah, who should come to the U.S. with Suzu Suzuki. Yes. That'd be uh, So, cool. um, ju- I, th- I think this is just, you know, I'm looking. GCW, of course, Homecoming is happening August 19th, 20th. But Tomoyo Harada looks to be returning to the yeah. showboat. So um, peel back the curtain a little bit. I was driving. I think I mentioned the last time Utami. Yes, you were. We, were. we were going over, trying to communicate with each other on the way to JCW about who our favorites in Japan were. And I was like, she's like Tanahashi because she was wearing a Tanahashi shirt. And she's <laughs> like, what about? She's like, you. What about you? And I was like, oh, I got to think of like someone that you know. So I was like, hmm, Honma. <laughs> Honma. I was like all day Honma. And um, man, um, these yeah. They they got a, a good stream of uh, Japanese talent. They do, and um, what's crazy is, I mean, I think for homecoming, they've gotten Harada, they got Toru, and they got Sasaki and Reno, Sasaki. of course. Sasaki, if you've never seen Sasaki, there's been some good. That dude has kicks of steel, man. He can kick. He's uh him and um Ito, you know, scaffold. No, that's not with them. It's it's Sasaki Takeda, right? Yes. That scaffold match. Or no, I don't know if it was a scaffold. Okay, Sasaki fought Takeda and had a, a really, really great match. And then I think Ito fought Sasaki in a scaffold match when Ito snapped his wrist. Do you remember that one? Yes. I think I, I posted about it. He like I dove off the top with them. Yeah. They were they uh, and a Cologne, obviously, and Sasaki fought at Run Rookie Run. Yes, that was really good. Um, um, there's so, some good Sasaki yeah. matches, but he's going to add another one to the list. Come, I want Ito okay. to come. It's probably eh. not going to happen. Yeah, what do you I, mean, uh? What do you mean? I no, don't... I'm saying, I'm saying it's more his age might be a bit of a factor than it, than anything. Else. That's a. I mean, I saw Kasai, Lawrence saw Kasai. We saw Kasai. We we saw Kasai. I, my life is complete that I've seen Kasai once. I've never seen Takeda. I got to see him at NGI, and that, and that was like this was like when COVID started to go down a bit, and like he literally just shot to the finals. It was him and Cologne. the The trilogy ended in Chicago, and the, the yeah, that, um, 
Joe Conicello uh, saw Ito. Yeah. Joe Conicello, Ryuji uh, Ito. Deathmatch Elite just yeah. went over to... I saw uh, he was him. there. Yeah, I saw he was there. Him that's and Mike Fager. Man, that's an um, expensive trip. <laughs> Joe was, like, begging me to come on it. I'm like, ah, no. Like, I don't... I can't. Not right now. Not right maybe now. For, maybe for October. Oh, that's right. They're going to Corican. So there's no glass in Corican, though, right? Break that news right now. Oh, yeah. GC, we're going to Corican Hall. What is that? October 12th. 12th. Yeah, that's right. October 12th. going back to Corican Hall. and um, No glass, though, I'm assuming, though. No, no, there's glass, I think. Oh, there is. Why wouldn't there be? Well, there I, was just a big Japan show in Kurikin with glass. So okay, uh, there. Was, I didn't. I thought Kurikin yeah. was a no glass thing. So I guess I was no, 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 no. I thought there was a venue. They've in had Japan some of the, no, some of the craziest glass. Okay, uh, matches with yeah. Unless they changed the rules, but I don't think so because they just did big Japan. But um, that's dope. They, that's that's they, really they dope. Should get, they should shoot for like I'm assuming that they probably already are. Shooting for like a big name, like yeah, like imagine bringing Mox over, you know, with them. I wouldn't be surprised. I mean, you don't see Mox. Looks like they're laying the seeds to that because Kasai called him out at the show. Well, Kasai called out Gage. Yeah, and and I think he said the only way he would come to the U.S. is for Mox or or Gage. So yeah, I mean, it looks like also worthy. I don't know if you saw the news today, though. Guess who's going to be in Germany? For the GCW at WXW. Nicky Boy returns to Germany. Nick Gage is in Germany. MDK Worldwide is real, folks. So the last time he was there, he's with, uh, that was when they went over for CZW and they did a TOD in Germany, right? Yes. Or is that when they had the uh, Drake Younger Thumbtack Jack match? That, the Saw Death match. Uh, I think it was the TOD. In Germany. They stopped really doing death matches, right? Well, WXW, like, they, like, they didn't really have a, like, they, they were getting big because also they had that WWE Network deal. So a lot of their shows were being streamed, so they couldn't really do death matches on them. But they had a really good roster. I mean, like, Walter went through the doors. Like, Shigehiro Irie is, like, their, was their 24-carat tournament champion. They've had some really good people in the door. So, but, but they is, like they this, that this, was this, back in the day that they did that shit, right? The Saw yeah, match. like okay. I mean, I remember if you've seen the Thumbtack Jack documentary, he talked about like his last matches with like WXW and all that. So that was really interesting to see. I know that if you watch a uh, type in like Drake Younger, Kevin Steen, there's yes. like, an interview from them where he talks about it, and they were like, "We didn't think we'd ever go back to Germany, so we were going to do something crazy." <laughs> Um, then they obviously they wrestled. For those who don't know, they recreated the needle pit, hyperdrive yep. needle pit, which oh. was a scene in the the Saw, in Saw movies. Yeah, um, oh. quite quite gruesome. Don't, I'm just gonna say to everyone listening, is don't try to vividly imagine that. You're gonna hate yourself afterwards. Yeah, they should bring that back for two. <laughs> Not gonna bring that. Back. <laughs> they should do a needle pit. Um, I was thinking about that. I was like looking at online the other day, like how much like just a thousand needles would be, and they just put so, it in a box. <laughs> so, in other like miscellaneous news, so DMDU is announcing people for their dream tournament. They're of back. Course, the, they survived. They they survived. They're I mean, down. Uh, what did they have a, a little down period? They, yeah, they had a little down period, and I mean it was understandable that they had it. But the big news, so so far, this dream tournament might be looking like the best tournament they've put together. 
So I'll so just, what's the news on there before that? What's the news on like the building and everything? Is there any there is no, with that or no building? No building, unfortunately. Um Damn. Yeah, it's unfortunate. It just um so so far, Clint Margera's in dream. Vixen. I don't know if she's mm-hmm. gonna defend a DMDU belt. Neil Diamond Cutter. Oh, just so gonna announce today. Okay. And of course, I want to give a shout out to my good friend, Michelle K. Hasluck, who from Perth, who you may know she runs Dude Where's My Ring, the no ring shows in Perth. One of their guys, Jared okay. Slate, is gonna be entering the dream tournament. So that's so far like year four. Okay. So so far, I'm telling you, Dream has a real interesting talent pool. This might be the best one they put. I mean, Clint deserves the freaking world. I I cannot keep saying that enough about Clint. Um, I like Clint. I'm a, I'm a Lou Nixon fan, but they, it's like I, mean, I never course. get to see Lou. So yeah, I mean, you know, Lou's good. But I'm gonna also transition into another big thing with Clint is TNT. So, of course, they had that big tournament where Joey was in it. Um, big Up and Joe. Thrill had to a, kill. Thrill kill. Thrill kill. So, Clint, he didn't win the tournament, but he cut a promo. And I believe at their next show, a certain someone who we thought was done with death matches is deciding to come back to the UK for one last death match. Drew I'm Parker. Clean. Ah, oh, I, I thought it was Drake. Yeah. No, okay. Drew Parker is coming back to Liverpool to have one last UK death match with Clint Margera. So I guess he's done Japan. He's done Japan. He's done the States, and now yeah, he gets to go. Do. And if you guys haven't listened to the Clint Margera interview I did for the Road to No Man's stuff that I did, listen to it because. It feels like this really came full circle that we were talking about Drew and all of a sudden we're in July and Drew Parker's coming back to the UK for his final I miss match. Drew. It's not the same without him. I really was he was one of the last of the true hybrids in deathmatch wrestling. I mean there's hybrids still there, but like he was one of the real trendsetters. So he was a beast, yeah. Um, just flew around the fucking building like no other, just Made it all happen, and so, um, so yeah, that's kind of the big news out of the UK that Drew Parker is coming back and doing a match with Clint Margera. So that's gonna be it's that if this if we if we believe anything we've seen, this is Drew's true final death match. I guess the itch is I guess the itch is still there a little bit. I don't know. I'm lean. I'm clean. I'm (laughs) okay, Drake. Drake Younger. I'm better um, than ever. Yeah. I mean, Drake's coming back. That's another announcement. Yeah, I I don't know how I feel about well, allegedly, it. Allegedly, I don't I don't know if he I, is. There was just rumors. I don't, I don't know. I, I, yeah, there's the workouts and God forbid. Which he could just be rehabbing, like you know, no I, one's I, that injury it, that but... that injury that he had, that's really hard to come back from, especially at his age. Well, it that. did come from also, it came from Justin Valencia, and he's very in on, um, like, he's friends All with stuff. Toby. Yeah, yeah like, I, I wouldn't say, like, it's an, it's coming from a nobody, so. No, like, of course not. Yeah. But it's just, like, that injury is, if I were him, I would have just been like, hey, like, 
worry about he the kids. He probably wanted to go out on his own terms, though, and it, that got taken from him. That's probably... Yeah. And then I he, haven't talked to him. We used to talk all the time, but he, he got off social media, so I, I don't know how to contact him. So I can't confirm anything you're gonna, either. You're gonna you're gonna have to send Native American like wind like you're gonna have to send smoke signals. Yeah, I have no idea how to <laughs> ask him if that's go happening. from the roof but... of your house and send a smoke signal to Drake Younger. <laughs> um man, but I mean also though, RPW has some news. Of course, I'll go through they have the King of the Kill tournament coming up. I'll go through the field here because it is a good field. It is a good field. But also, I want to shout out, because I'll be sponsoring them very soon, is Unsanctioned Pros ring the, the day before RPW. And they just announced their Hardcore Deathmatch Eliminator match for the Hardcore belt. Okay. <laughs> Alex used to have that, right? Yep. Kevin Giza is the current champ right now. What um, happened to him? Giza? He's just been very regional. Shout out to all balls. Um, but so it's, or actually it's Josh Crane. Josh Crane is the champion right now. Um, so Josh Crane defending against Kevin Giza, Shane Mercer, Joel Bateman, Doc Redacted, and Eric Dillinger. Enrique Dillinger. That's one of my dudes. He's going to be defending his insane eight crown. He's defending that insane eight crown this year. And that's, that's a tournament that's going to look real, real good. So. Also, shout out because the RPW Kamikaze Championship will be defended at King of the Kill. Schwartz is defending against Herzog. Who Schwartz. Man of the tribe. Love that, dude. He is part of the tribe. But Herzog, good to see him back. I don't know if you remember him from Boardwalk Buds. Yeah, I remember him. The, sh- the shark tooth bat. Mm hmm. Remember, have you really seen him in person? No. Like that dude, he's like he's like six foot like five. He's a giant. I never met a lot of these deep south guys. Well you're like, Herzog, you're all Herzog's, big on IWA Deep South. Well, it's it's not even deep south. <laughs> it's they're like Herzog's more like Midwest, but he really honed in on a gimmick. So like no one really knows where he is. Like he's really he leans into the gimmick a lot. So, Lauren doesn't like Deep South, by the way. I'm just messing with uh, him. <laughs> um, uh, also, though, Joe Dredd is in the King of the Kills. Joe fucking Dredd. Um, I don't know. a lot of charisma. I will say this about Joe Dredd, and if he hears this, I hope he does. Might be one of my favorite promos in Deathmatch going right now. Yeah, I, he, can I, I sure. he can cut a promo, which apparently is a lost art. In deathmatch wrestling, apparently, more promos, guys, please. It's a hundred percent a loss hour because more promos. You gotta think like a, a lot of them probably like you're cutting them on social media, and then it doesn't really you're not getting like paid for it. So what's the point? But like but, if like, you put it, it if you put in the effort, fans see that. If you put in the effort, if fans you're not see in that. GCW who has like the massive platform, then I think it's definitely worth. It's it. harder, but like get your name out there. But if like you're in GCW, um, like I get why it wouldn't really matter a lot also like, i this, agree i don't know if you saw this but there's a tag tile match midwest scums defending against none other than hardcore 69 madman pondo and shadow wx oh yeah 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 that's a, midwest scum midwest scum is great by the way i have enjoyed them the times that i've seen them 
you they're saw like them at you're no Ross and Bradley. They're like, yeah, they're the Midwest Ross and Bradley, but they're a bit more comedic. Like if you've seen them do promos, they're very comedic. Um, okay. You know, uh, non-death matching that I was really impressed with um, from GCW Connecticut. Uh, Who the curls people? Oh, um, Dustin Waller. Is that like the there were like curls and something? Oh, waves and curls, or the main of? I'm not. I yeah, waves yeah, yeah. And, not thought, the main event. The oh, waves and I know waves and curls. I thought they weren't on that show. No, they fought Jordan. No, no, they fought in the beginning of the show. They were good. They were really cool. They had like okay. um because I know Waller as well was on that scramble. I don't know where that the people were chanting. Unless I'm like completely wrong. Um. Okay. So. And so right now the king of the kill field. Sorry, I want to make sure I had it. Crazy King, cool. Joel Bateman, Schlack, Hoodfoot, Doctor Dacton, Remington Roar, and Joe Dread. Judge, Judge Joe Dread. I believe there's a. I believe there's an eighth one. I don't know if it's been announced yet. So keep an eye on our all RPW social medias. That tournament's going to be really good, by the way. I really am excited to see how that tournament turns out for them. So, so keep... Lauren, yeah, Alec Price defeated Brogan Finley and Dustin Waller. Yes. So what am I? No, no. Yeah, was... Los Macisos defeated Waves and Curls. Waves and Curls. Okay, and yeah. Yokai. Okay, yeah. Waves and Curls is good. They've been around for a little bit. And then we went. We obviously went there to see. Well, I went to see Utami because I love Joshi wrestling, but we also saw Gage fight um, Psycho Cloud, which is interesting. I really thought, like, I didn't ask Lauderdale because I didn't want to bug him, but I really thought that they, that was going to be a deathmatch show. Which one? Because in Connecticut, there's no athletic commission, and the yeah. venue was, like, well, kind of a rundown concert hall, so I feel like they definitely could have done it. But well, I, I, think, wanna... I think they just—I think they just want to see how they drew there first, probably. Very well. The place was mob, dude. It was mob. Yeah, it was packed. It, Connecticut knows how to turn out. I'll say that. Um, man, I think that's almost everything we got on the plate. I mean, there, there is still a lot. Of, I mean, of course, Insane Eight's coming up in literally less than a month. We got Homecoming too. Yeah, I mean. I'm gonna be yeah, I'm gonna be in good old Waukesha, Wisconsin for another for my third year in a row for insane eights. So that's gonna it's be a really... like Warren's tournament, bro. Well, it's it's like the one time I go <laughs> I mean it's that's it's Orin. I mean, that's Orin's, but also Dillinger's made his own. Mickey's doing it, Redacted's doing it, Remington's doing it. Um Brewbreaker, who's a Chicago guy. Is doing it. Uh, it's it's a good field. I like it a lot. I mean, dysfunction. He he always finds ways to surprise us fans at Insane Eight. So mm-hmm. it's gonna be very interesting to see how this year's tournament goes. And um, it'll be on Fight TV as well, so everyone can go watch that. Um. So I think I mean for the most part that's really it. I mean, um. What do you have anything going on with the King's Road page other than the fact you're going to be at NHB 50? Well, yeah, I'm trying to. We've had discussions about this, create some perks to oh. um, 
launch like the subscribers page on Instagram, which I already have, which I have a few subscribers on there without me providing anything. So thank you for everybody that's done that. But I'm trying to come up with a few things to maybe get um, that up and running and be more interactive on that end. Um, I'm just trying to figure out what's wanted. And uh, so be on the lookout for that. But that's the main thing. Uh, the page has gotten bigger than I ever imagined. So yeah, I think seriously. this is the next step. Um, also, great stuff with the Dan Perch read, by the way. Really enjoyed that. Uh, I I love that man since I first met him at shows here. Like he's like shook. Like he's like his home promotion is I used to be in Milwaukee. That's where I he's really a nice, he's a very nice guy. He's just he is the nicest guy. Has the best energy in the room. It doesn't get any better. But like I'm so happy he's making the rounds. Like you will, I will see him at like local shows still, and he like he'll. He's never afraid to give back to wrestling. I want to talk to Adam Gall and Scarlett. No guff. This is done. I love no guff. So I want to talk to Papa G, dude. Papa Giorgio. Nick Papa Giorgio. He's definitely got stories, man. Mm -hmm. Um, He saw a lot. Or Brett. Brett's probably seen a a ton. I think Brett has went over some of his favorites off the record. um, Yeah. with me uh, uh, about the CZW days. I'm going to say this, and I know this may be a bit of a long shot. And maybe this is the bourbon talking, so I apologize in advance for what I'm about to say, but I want Brett Lauderdale on this podcast. I think it'd be fun. Yeah, me too. I I want him on this podcast. So if Brett I Lauderdale. I think if you ever, asked him and set a concrete date and we're like, you come on for this. You know me, I can do that. <laughs> I think that he would do it because he's done interviews before. But I'm just shooting my shout out to the airwaves that one of one of my goals is he's he's one of my like golden gooses. And we should model the whole show about like past experience he's had, especially like yeah. CZW and early. Absolutely. I don't want to talk about controversial shit. No. No, 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 yeah. no, no, no. Eric Bischoff can take his controversy, creates cash thing, and take it sideways. <laughs> We're talking about good shit here, okay? So I'm back. I'm better than ever. You know, he, li- he lives in <laughs> Illinois, actually, from what I He's found beast, out. Dude. He's an interesting fella, Eric Bischoff. So, yep, that's one of my goals for the rest of the years to get Brett Lauderdale here. Um, also, I'll just tell this to the world. We are working on getting Vixen, the DMDU Deathmatch champion, on here, hopefully before Dream. If not after, um, so Vixen wants to come on, and me and her have been talking a little bit, so we're definitely gonna work on that as well. I'm um, trying to get some few more interviews in the chamber, so we'll see where those go. And um, of course, me and Mike still gotta talk about doing the deathmatch review stuff for the Patreon. So we're the the wheels are churning here at Your Dose of Death podcast. So um, with that being said, thank you guys so much for listening to this episode. Um, appreciate every single one of you who have listened, whether you've signed up on the Patreon for us, whether you just listen on Spotify or wherever you listen to this, we appreciate there's more to come. There always is more to come. The world of deathmatch wrestling never stops, even if it's a slow part of the season, which it isn't. Summer is a busy time for deathmatch wrestling. So thank you everyone for listening and I hope you guys have a good rest of your day, night, or whenever you're listening to this. So cheers everyone.
This has been a Countout Podcast.